0: Welcome to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. It's the Friday show. We're wrapping up the week and we are back in the state of Mississippi. Hope you all are doing well. We've been on the road getting our mileage in this week and we appreciate y'all bearing with us here. And we're talking all things Southern on this Friday show. Coming up, we're going to discuss college football. General Gridiron will be stopping by with his predictions. This is what some people call cupcake weekend in college football. So a lot of teams are playing small schools, and we'll discuss some of those. But for the most part, we'll find the gyms that are on the schedule, including Syracuse taking on Notre Dame at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. So we'll talk about that one and much more on the Y'all Show. Biggest game in the SEC, I guess, would be Missouri and Tennessee. Those two teams facing off on Rocky Top on Saturday. So we'll have college football to talk about. We'll have our Friday Rewind. We'll go back to Tuesday where Matt Heermans was on talking brisket part two. Yes, brisket, there's so much to it that we had to divide it into two different weeks. And this week we had the second part of brisket talk. And so learn much more about The Point on the Y'all Show's barbecue spotlight with the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Heermans, coming up later this hour. And then we move over to hour two later. We'll have a Rewind to Last Friday's show. And a lot of good stuff coming up on the second hour of today's Y'all Show. Our website is y'all.com. I encourage you to go there and get all kinds of good information about the South. dot com. You'll get links to this show and much, much more. And on Twitter, we are at you Show. Our number is 803-816-1170. Would love to hear from you. Text us anytime question comment suggestion we'll we'll take it all y'all 803-816-1170 and here as we start our looking around the headlines of the south and more we're going to actually reach out beyond the south with uh, more stories coming and just horror stories coming from the state of california as the death toll with the wildfires now has gone to at least 63 hundreds are still missing in the state of California. A missing purse list has 631 names on it, and this continues to be an awful thing. It now ranks as the worst wildfire in the country in 100 years. Now, how can you help out? The American Red Cross has 18 community evacuation centers across the Golden State, and they're having shelters set up to help those who are displaced from the fires. You can call 1-800-RED-CROSS to make a donation, or text the word CA Wildfires to 90999. And I think that gives a $10 donation to the effort. CA Wildfires to 90999 and help the Red Cross out. Other organizations are being set up, including the Inlow Medical Center and the California Community Foundation's Wildfire Relief Fund, helping those out. Now, I've got to give props to Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus grew up in Franklin, Tennessee before she has gone on to make hits and be a superstar, sometimes for good reason, sometimes for bad reasons. But this is a, a sad thing that's turned into a great thing for her. She and her boyfriend lost their home in this California wildfire breakout. And she's now, I think it gave $500,000 in the relief effort and she just lost her home and she can afford to, to rebuild. Others can't. She gave a half million dollars. That's a heck of a deal by miley cyrus good job miley and helping out those who need help this is a horrible thing we've seen and, and and know too all too well these wildfires in california happening all the time but for whatever reason these are now the worst wildfires and the worst loss of life in a hundred years in the state of california we wish everybody out there the best and hopefully we'll get beyond this very very soon Stacey Abrams, the Democratic candidate for governor in the state of Georgia, is now looking for a new challenge in her effort to become governor of the state of Georgia. She's got an unprecedented legal challenge she's going forward with, and that will lead the state Supreme Court deciding whether to force another round of voting. Now, this is considered a long-shot strategy, but it relies on a statute of Georgia that's never been used in such a high-stakes contest. It's being discussed as Georgia election officials appear to be on the cusp of certifying Brian Kemp, the Republican candidate, as the winner of a bitterly fought campaign marred by charges of electoral malfeasance. But Stacey Abrams not going quietly in the night. She's looking to go to another measure to win the governor's race in the state of Georgia. Now, if you thought that one was bad, it's maybe even worse in the state of Florida because it's now been ordered in the Sunshine State a hand recount of uh, the US Senate race between Rick Scott and Bill Nelson and right now these two are separated by fewer than 13,000 votes and according to the laws of Florida they must have a hand recount if you're bored need something to do you can go to Florida I'm I'm kidding here I don't know what the rules are for who actually counts these things but I wouldn't want to count millions of votes by hand but somebody's going to have to do that and let's see what happens there's also going to be a hand recount going on, I think, for the Florida Commissioner of Agriculture position. Although the governor's race appears to not be having a hand recounted. It looks like Ron DeSantis is going to win that, and we'll see what happens. His advantage over Andrew Gillum was large enough to where it was not ordered to have a hand recount. But still going on, this race in Florida for Senate The governor's race still not official, official, and that agriculture position still up for grabs in the state of Florida. Now to Tennessee, and this is not that surprising, but Senator Bob Corker is leaving office, and Marsha Blackburn will take over his seat in Washington starting in January as the U.S. Senator from Tennessee, but he was asked about possibly running for president of the United States in 2020, and he said, quote, I haven't ruled it out. This former mayor of Chattanooga, he and President Trump haven't necessarily got along all that great, and now he has not ruled out the fact that he may run for president. Maybe he'll run as a Democrat. (laughs) Wouldn't surprise me. You just never know. But what, what what a question to ask by this reporter. I think Natalie Andrews is the one to ask the question, and she works with the Wall Street Journal, and what a honest answer. But a little bit surprising, especially since we're two years away from the election, for Bob Corker to admit that he has not ruled running for president out. We we shall see. I think Jeff Flake could possibly get into the race for president in 2020. I still think Nikki Haley could potentially run for president, as a Republican, by the way. Even though she said she wouldn't run against President Trump, do not trust her. Do not trust her. And take that from me. <laughs> okay. Now, to more political talk, and in Mississippi, we told you the other day that Cindy Smith, the current senator who was appointed to fill the position of Thad Cochran, who resigned to health reasons earlier this year, she recently had an election where she didn't win it, but she made it to a runoff. She'll be running against Mike Espy in a special election later this month. Well, there was a video recently of her where she made a comment in Tupelo talking about attending someone at a hanging that they uh, something like they they'd be there on the front row for a hanging in support of someone well now she's back in trouble again for another comment that was caught on video and posted by lamar white jr publisher of the bayou brief a liberal leaning louisiana news site and she was in starkville just the other day and she made this comment and while at msu in Starkville, she said quote And then they remind me that there's a lot of liberal folks in those other schools who that maybe we don't want to vote. Maybe we want to make it just a little more difficult. And I think that's a great idea, she told the small group of people. And the spokesperson for Senator Smith said that it was obvious that Senator Hyde-Smith was making a joke and clearly the video was selectively edited. However, Mike Espy, the Democratic challenger, his campaign spokesperson, Danny Blanton, said, quote, For a state like Mississippi, where voting rights were obtained through sweat and blood, everyone should appreciate that this is not a laughing matter. Mississippians deserve a senator who represents our best qualities, not a walking stereotype who embarrasses our state. SB, if elected, would become Mississippi's first black senator since Reconstruction, and he used to be the Secretary of Agriculture, During the Bill Clinton years in Washington, D.C., he was the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture. So more political fallout for Senator Smith in Mississippi as, again, they've got this special election coming up in a few weeks in the Magnolia State, of which we currently are hanging out in. During the November 6th election, both Smith and SB both received 41% of the vote in a four-person race, and now we go to this runoff. In the Magnolia State, I'm not seeing too many signs. I'm here today and don't see all that much activity going on, but we're still a few weeks away. I guess the heat will get turned up after Turkey Day next week. The man in Kentucky, this kind of got lost a little bit in the national headlines, sadly. But sadly, what was more sad was the other headlines that took its place. A couple of weeks ago when we had that awful murder of the synagogue in Pittsburgh, you also had the mail bomber, the guy sending pipe bombs, in the mail. Well, just before all of that, a man in Kentucky, Gregory Bush, killed two people in a Kroger store in the Louisville suburbs, and he killed them because they were the black. And now this man who went into the suburban Louisville Kroger has been hit with federal hate crime charges. As this was announced Thursday and the 51 year old man will receive crimes for each person killed and a third for attempting to shoot another person based on race or color And he's also got three federal firearms offenses coming his way. But yeah, what a terrible thing that he did. And I still am not a fan of hate crime being a a crime because I feel like all crimes are hate crimes. Lock the guy away. There shouldn't be a so-called hate crime. I don't know too many people that kill people out of love. And all, all this was done, again, by the federal government to make... I guess a racial issue out of these things, but i've I've known people who were killed because of race, and it's not going to bring them back either way their life who which was stamped out for no reason uh, no reason at all and And here we go with Gregory Bush, but yes, lock the guy away, kill him, put him in the death, uh, put him in on death row, and uh, shoot him. I don't care, get rid of him. what an idiot killing people innocent people in Louisville, Kentucky. Good news in the state of Alabama as in lincoln alabama they have a honda plant and at that honda plant just east of birmingham they're going to have a new vehicle that's going to be made there it's the honda passport and this is an suv which looks to be bigger than the crv but smaller than the three-row pilot and it's going to debut at the los angeles auto show on november 27th and indeed the passport will be built at the lincoln honda plant and it looks like a pretty fun vehicle another car being built in dixie so we're excited about that coming to lincoln alabama just off interstate 20 near talladega raceway they know a thing or two about cars in that part of alabama now drivers and cars on i-40 in arkansas this week were stranded for more than 10 hours because of an icy bridge on interstate 40 this was just east of Little Rock, about 40 miles on Interstate 40 in Prairie County, the White River Bridge near mile marker 200 was shut down as salt trucks worked to clear the roadways. Arkansas Department of Transportation said many drivers slept in the cars as they waited for the interstate to, to reopen, and now the interstate is back open. And one truck driver from Memphis said he wanted to get to Prescott in Arkansas but got stuck in traffic at 9:45 p.m. Could you imagine spending 10 hours in your car? on an icy, snowy night in Arkansas. Well, these people had to do it, and luckily things are clear now. Of course, we had a big bus wreck in North Mississippi as a result of the same storm, and two people were killed there near Interstate 22 and 269 there in, I think it was in DeSoto County, Mississippi, this week as well. So dangerous winter storm. Uh, I, I won't say like blizzard conditions, but still the first snowfall and first icy conditions that Arkansas, Tennessee, Mississippi, and other states may have had this week. And here we had a major problem with traffic on I-40. As if traveling I-40 in Arkansas wasn't already tough enough, a lot of potholes. I don't know why, but Interstate 40 in Arkansas is a pretty rough stretch. I, I don't know if something about the soil there, maybe the soil around the White River. But yes, near the bridge there across the White River, they had to shut down the interstate this week. And we'll wish all those people the best. Perhaps they got a a couple of hours of sleep in while waiting for the bridge to open and get on their way. Roy Clark, country music legend and host of Hee Haw. He died on Thursday at the age of 85. He was suffering from complications from pneumonia at his home in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Clark was the Hee Haw host or co-host for its entire 24-year run. And he did that often with Buck Owens. That show started back in 1969 and was a wonderful show that featured lots of country music greats from Loretta Lynn to Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash, and more. And they had their comedy skits and more. That Hee Haw series is distributed on DVD now. And just so many people saying great things about Roy Clark. Now, he had his own country music career prior to hosting Hee Haw, And he had songs like The Tips of My Fingers, which was a big hit in 1963. And Yesterday When I Was Young and Come Live With Me. And just a a lovable guy and a longtime host of Hee Haw, Roy Clark, dead at the age of 85. Now, we didn't have a chance to tell you on Thursday's show, but we have the winners from what happened Wednesday night in Nashville, Country Music usa As the cma awards were held and it was the 52nd annual cma awards and here's your winners we've got a list of some of the winners from the award show precious harris was there and she'll have a insider scoop on this when we get a chance to talk to her on wednesday of next week but uh, head into the weekend your cma award winners for this week keith urban won entertainer of the year the winner of single of the year was broken halos from chris stapleton your female vocalist of the year was Carrie Underwood, who also served as host of the show. Male vocalist of the year, also Chris Stapleton. That guy is on fire, and I don't—I really don't understand why. Uh, he's had some okay songs, but I just—I guess I'm out of out of the loop. But yeah, he wins. Male vocalist of the year over Luke Combs, Dirks Bentley, Thomas Rhett, and Keith Urban. Vocal duo of the year was Brothers Osborne. The new artist of the year, Luke Combs, I'll give him credit. He's had some good songs. North Carolina native, loves to wear those fishing shirts. Give him credit for, for being unique on that. Vocal group of the year was Old Dominion. No no, fighting that. They topped Lady Annabellum, Lanco, Little Big Town, and Midland for that award. And they are on file. Loved the new song they got or one of the new songs they've had, Hotel Key. I could listen to that a thousand times. It's a catchy tune. Album of the Year, Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour. Now, she is unbelievably talented, East Texan, just a little bit on the liberal side, but she's got some great music. And I don't know a single song from Golden Hour that's made it on radio and become a big hit, but her first uh, first CD she had out had some good radio songs, but Casey Musgrave's winner there of album of the year song of the year winner was broken halos from chris stapleton big night for him music video of the year was marry me from thomas red musical event of the year went to david lee murphy and kenny chesney the very first song of of, of songs we played on the y'all show when we debuted in june we played this song everything's gonna be all right first number one for david Lee murphy in 20 years good job there as that was the musical event of the year and finally the musician of the award winner went to mac mcnally from belmont mississippi and he's a guitarist and has not only been a singer but a songwriter as well lives in the muscle shoals alabama area and he is a winner i think for the 20th time at the cma awards of musician of the year so big night in nashville music city usa for the cma awards and again when precious is back with us next week we'll get the real story on these winners i want to know what precious thinks of chris stapleton i want to know why this guy why him Why is he the big guy in country music when, frankly, as a big of a country music person, I don't know much about him. I know he does well in in concerts, but I'm just just not getting it. But hey, maybe country music's passed me by. (laughs) I don't think it has. Maybe it's passed you by. I hope not, but perhaps it has. I know so many people that still tell me every day, well, I like country music, but I don't like that stuff today. I really like the stuff from the 80s and 90s, and I'm like, right on, brother right on sister amen all right i actually met a 23 year old the other day and she started talking to me about georgia jones and i I honestly wanted to get down on the knee right there and ask her the pop the big question i don't even know her name (laughs) but if you're 23 and you know about the possum you are moving on up my list hey here to wrap up our headlines from throughout the region are IHOP pancakes really that good? Well, they must be because a man in Noonan, Georgia went into an IHOP and he's headed back to the Hooskow as this man fled a Georgia jail with the help of his mother. And after they broke out of jail or he broke out of jail with her assistance, 27-year-old Joshua Gallant and his 50-year-old mother, Kathy Lynn Pence, were arrested at an IHOP near Noonan, Georgia because her phone had tracking on it and authorities were able to see that she was hanging out at the newman Noonan, georgia ihop Noonan hometown of Allen jackson and they were able to get him back in cuffs galat had slipped out a door of the Heard county jail just hours earlier and investigators then listened to a phone call galat made to pay pence about the escape and it just so happened that during that same phone call pence was pulled over for running a stop sign so authorities identified her car and tracked her phone to the Noonan IHOP. I wonder what they had there. Was it worth it? And his mom's going to be going to jail too, I assume, for a while. I know she loves her, her son and she, she loves pancakes, but the love of son and pancakes is going to put them both back in jail for a while. Where I don't think they get too many pancakes at IHOP. Joshua Galat, our D-U-M-M, and his mom put her in the Category 2, Kathy Lynn Pence, I wonder if she's Ken to Mike, Both going to the jail for a while. Slammer. Slammer time in Georgia. When we come back on The Y'all Show, we'll turn our attention to college football. General Gridiron, that old rascal standing by, and he's got the latest projection for Saturday's football games. We'll have that and much, much more. Stay with us. This is The Y'all Show.
1: The wait is finally over. Dell's biggest Black Friday ever is on. Save up to 50% on Black Friday deals, plus get free shipping on everything. With massive deals on Dell computers with 8th gen Intel Core processors, the hottest gaming gear, and savings on top brand electronics like Samsung TVs, it's the one sale of the year you don't want to miss. Just call 800 Buy Dell or visit Dell.com/Black Friday. Quantities are limited. Call 800 Buy Dell for more Black Friday deals.
2: This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. I'm gonna tell you a story about how the drug war in Mexico began, and Ooh. who was boss. Only on Netflix. Miguel Felix Gallardo, drug kingpin of Juarez. We take out Felix, we cripple the Mexican drug trade. Witness the birth of Mexico's drug war. Got to take down the ones calling the shots. It's time to take the gloves off. Gallardo crosses the, the DEA for the last time tonight. Narcos Mexico now streaming on Netflix.
3: Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say Happy Holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry. Get jolly. Get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's vistaprint.com promo code HOLIDAY.
0: College football, it's king in the south. And here on the Y'all Show with John Raw, we love to tell you about college football. That's why we have General Gridiron stop by here each and every Friday with his preview of Saturday's game. And that will be coming to you momentarily. But up first, some headlines from throughout college football to pass along your way on this Friday. Les Miles has reached a settlement with Louisiana State University, and he will receive a one-time lump sum payment of $1.5 million on his remaining guarantee from the school, and as a result of settling for what was owed to him $6.5 million in guaranteed salary after he was fired in September of 2016, this clause in his contract kept him from coaching. So yes, he settled for a lower amount, but he's got this out of the way, and Coach Miles could start coaching as early as right now if he wanted to, and there there might be a job open in Louisville, Kentucky that he could go consider right now. But Les Miles back on the coaching circuit if he wants to be and getting a 1.5 million dollar buyout with LSU. Now I don't know if you saw some of Thursday night's college football action but there was a game in the AAC between Houston and Tulane and man what a crazy scene there just before halftime as all America defensive tackle Ed Oliver who some consider to be the likely number one draft pick in the NFL draft in 2019 He and his head coach, Major Applewhite of the Cougars, got into a big dispute just before half. And it looked like Applewhite approached Oliver, who was on the sidelines, not playing. He's missed four consecutive games because of an injured knee. And just before the half, the coach came and removed the lineman's jacket from his shoulder. And Oliver could be seen shouting at Applewhite as the team walked toward its locker room at halftime and had to be restrained by the Houston Director of Sports Performance. Applewhite said after the game that Oliver left the locker room and that he hadn't spoken to him since. So problems there in the Bayou City between the star defensive tackle Ed Oliver and his head coach. Now, Cougar fans, that was not a good thing for you to have to witness, but the game was sure good for you. The Cougars defeated Tulane Thursday night, 48-17. to Other college football action from Thursday, the Toledo Rockets knocked off Kent State, 56-34 in north texas got a big win over florida atlantic 41 38 tonight in college football the boise state broncos number 25 in the country they travel to the lobos of new mexico and the memphis tigers are in dallas to take on the smu mustangs at Gerald j ford stadium that's what's happening today in college football now tomorrow More college football action. It's Cupcake Saturday. A lot of teams playing small schools. I'll be at one of those matchups as the number one Alabama Crimson Tide will be taking on my Citadel Bulldogs at Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa. So I hope to be back here Monday and tell you about the biggest upset ever in college football history. We'll have to see how that plays out. But the rest of the games, they're all going to be going on Saturday, and General Gridiron is here to tell you about Saturday's lineup. Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, field marshal of football forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? Welcome to the Saturday for Turkey Day edition of General Gridiron, where most teams are getting the dressing or stuffing, depends on which side of the Mason Dixon you're on, ready for a feast. Therefore, this ain't exactly the Saturday that has palpitating pigskin implications. Regardless, get your helmet and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. UAB at Texas A&M. The Aggies may want to be extra thankful that they're playing at Kyle Field this week. Even Jimbo Fisher has admitted that UAB is no joke and those Blazers can scorch through some defenses. It'll already be warm in College Station, but those fire breathers can heat up any game with that hot as blazes offense. At the end of the day, though, A&M still competes on a much higher level. The Generals' victor, Texas A&M. Indiana at Michigan. It's every Hoosiers fan's favorite time of the year, basketball season. At least their boys on the court are leading the Big Ten so far, which is way off from their gridiron gang. Meanwhile, the Wolverines are still in the mix for the playoffs. The key to this game is just making sure nobody on the Michigan side gets injured before their big battle against the Buckeyes. The spectacled horrible is going to stuff Indiana and not in the good kind of way. The Generals' victor, Michigan. Utah State at Colorado State. Want to know what's weirder than your family get-together this holiday season? The fact that the ranked Aggies are from Utah State and not their Texas cousins. Who saw Big Blue coming this year? Even at home in Fort Collins, the Rams are more likely to get stampeded themselves than keep up with the Mountain West champions. The Generals victor, Utah State. Virginia at Georgia Tech. Guess it's about time for a matchup with a real spread. The Cavaliers ride on down to Atlanta, but they aren't expecting a warm holiday welcome. After a tough start to the season, the Jackets are looking more like their old selves, even putting the hurt on the Canes last week. It's pretty funny how similar of seasons these two ACC Coastal teams have had. Beat Miami, lost to Pitt. The difference maker is QB. And Perkins from UVA is the better field Cavalier. The Generals victor, Virginia. Iowa State at Texas. If there's one thing the Longhorns have shown they can do, it's blow a Big 12 lead. On the other hand, the Cyclones can take a minute to heat up after the coin toss. Nobody is going to be leaving their seat in Austin, because this matchup of number 16 and number 15 will be decided in the fourth quarter. And when it comes down to it, UT can receive just a little better than Iowa State. Bevo gobbles up Cy the Cardinal. The General's victor, Texas. Ahead on General Gridiron, Duke must go to the principal's office, or even worse, enter Death Valley for a contest against number two Clemson. And the Show Me State Jungle Cats return to Rocky Top. Can Big Orange take a bite out of them? We'll tell you, so keep it locked right here on General Gridiron.
1: The wait is finally over. Dell's biggest Black Friday ever is on. Save up to 50% on Black Friday deals, plus get free shipping on everything. With massive deals on Dell computers with 8th Gen Intel Core processors, the hottest gaming gear, and savings on top brand electronics like Samsung TVs, it's the one sale of the year you don't want to miss. Just call 800-BUY-DELL or visit dell.com slash Friday. Quantities are limited. Call 800-BUY-DELL for more Black Friday deals.
2: We're gonna tell you a story about how the drug war in Mexico began. And who is boss? Only on Netflix. Miguel Felix Gallardo, drug kingpin of Guadalajara. we take out Felix, we cripple the Mexican drug trade. Witness the birth of Mexico's drug war. You gotta take down the ones calling the shots. It's time to take the gloves off. Gallardo crosses the DEA for the last time tonight. Narcos Mexico, now streaming on Netflix.
0: Howdy Soldiers, this is General Gridiron back with you. Each week this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the best radio stations the FCC has licensed, including Cool Country 104.3, Bedford, Pennsylvania's WSKE-FM 104.3, and in Scottsboro, Alabama, WWIC-AM1050, Jackson County's home for Scottsboro Wildcats Radio, and the Auburn Tigers, War Eagle. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Cincinnati at UCF. The only thing in more demand than turkeys right now is a playoff bid for UCF. Seriously, how long does a Division I team have to go undefeated to be given a shot? Of course, the Bearcats can play some football too. As a rushing team, they're actually stronger than the Golden Knights. Too bad for Cincinnati, Coach Scott Frost and his successor Josh Heupel haven't gone 22-0 and in two seasons for no reason at all. The Knights can score and shut down. At least the Bearcats get to enjoy some warmer weather. The Generals, Victor, UCF. Duke at Clemson. If the Pilgrims and Indians could agree to eat, then we can all agree to just add Clemson to Alabama's schedule. The Tigers have blown through almost every opponent, and the nation is pretty tired of watching Sweeney and Saban duke it out in the playoffs. Duke, the football team, has not had a bad season at all, but Clemson holds opponents to an average of 13 points. QB Trevor Lawrence has more time to throw than just about anyone else in college football, and them Devils just don't have a defense to compete with the number two Carolina Cats. The Generals' victor, Clemson. West Virginia at Oklahoma State. If you're wondering why WVU is even in the Big 12, then think of them as those very distant cousins that live far, far away and you only see this time of year. This is one game the Nears won't be able to just outscore their opponent. The Pokes' offense can keep up with Will Greer better than most. Lucky for the blue and gold, though, Their defense has proven to be one of, if not the best, in the conference. The Generals' victor, West Virginia. Missouri at Tennessee. The Vols are about as predictable as the weather in their home state. (laughs) Mizzou has definitely been improving from last year, but this will be a tough game for both teams. Both have the same conference record, but Tennessee is fighting for its bowl game life. Tack that on to the fact that the game is on Rocky Top, and you can bet that Do It To It Pruitt is going to open a cornucopia of pain on the Tigers. The Generals' victor, Tennessee. Syracuse at Notre Dame. This is the last regular season chance that anyone is going to have to beat the slapping leprechauns, unless SC decides to take the season seriously. The Orange and Fighting Irish have some pretty similar offenses, but Notre Dame has a tighter defense and the home-field advantage. Don't forget, though, those Catholics almost choked against Vandy. This will be a close one, but Notre Dame can count their blessings because it looks like they'll get an undefeated season. The Generals' victor, Notre Dame. We've already looked at the weekend's biggest battles across the land, but hang on to your helmet. There's more around the corner. We'll be back in a moment to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our Rapid Fire Picks.
3: At Ulta Beauty, Black Friday is more like Glam Friday with extra glitter. So get ready for eye-catching gifts like Dramatic Mascaras from Tarte and Urban Decay for only $10. Or the All-Stars Kit from MAC for only $20. And magical must-haves like Morphe's Super Soft Makeup Brush Set for half off. That's 100% glam for 50% less. Black Friday is the day to find something for everyone on your nice list. Even you. Get ready to gift. Get ready to glam. Get ready to shine brighter. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful.
2: This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a mistake. I should have just gone to carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range. Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com.
0: This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through the weekend's front-line college football showdowns. Now, it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. Boston College Bushhogs, Florida State. Kentucky stops at Skid versus MTSU. Mississippi State tops Arkansas. Florida wins against Idaho. Washington State gets closer to a Pac-12 North title against Arizona Michigan State silences Nebraska Penn State claws Rutgers Temple knocks out South Florida Northwestern wins at Minnesota that old Baylor line will hold against TCU Georgia spits Massachusetts out Pittsburgh captures the ACC Coastal against Wake Forest Vanderbilt vexes Mississippi NC State yes at Louisville LSU eats rice. Auburn rings Liberty's bell. Iowa has an air assault at Illinois. California gets through the band and into the end zone versus Stanford. Miami puts up the points against Virginia Tech. And Texas Tech sends Bill Snyder into the rocking chair at Kansas State. Well, troops, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this week 12 edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week, same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, YouTube TV, and the Y'all Show, Dixie's Hottest Talk Show. And don't forget to tell your friends all about the show. Simply search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your weekend. This episode was written by Murray Lee. General Gridiron is a production of CRM Sports. For more, log on to crmsports.com. Happy Thanksgiving, and that'll be all, you General, I am saluting you. We look forward to seeing how your picks go come Saturday. Well, that will conclude our college football talk on today's Y'all Show. When we come back, we're going to rewind back to Tuesday of this week, and we'll have our Friday flashback with the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. Matt Herman's is here, and we'll have him talk about brisket. Oh, it'll be so much fun, and you'll be hungry after this one. Stay with us. This is the Y'all Show. Southern and proud of it. Yes, we are. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a southern accent. And you can find us on the World Wide Web at yall.com, Y-A-L-L.com. Happy Friday to you. We're closing out the week. And on Fridays, we do our Friday Rewind where we go and find a great portion of our Y'all Show during the week that we can play for you once again. And we're going to take a portion of our interview from Tuesday that we had with the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. Matt Heerman comes on each week to tell us some delicious barbecue goodness. And old Matt was here telling us about brisket. And if you don't know what brisket is, well, you're in luck. Matt is going to tell us about the point, which you have to be pretty good at barbecuing to get to the point. But let's get to the point now and hear a portion of Matt Heerman's great talk about brisket on the Y'all Show
4: you leave texas and you head east you probably the you know the uh the appearances of brisket on the barbecue menu probably uh start fading out you know through arkansas and louisiana they do brisket and you start getting further east to your neck of the woods on the on the east coast it's probably still even at this point uh, probably more cut more common but still no it's probably um uh, no so, I will tell you this about brisket, and we can jump right back into whatever else you'd like to talk no,
0: about. The, the brisket floor is yours. <laughs> yeah.
4: So, so this ties into what you were saying just a minute ago. Was your life poorer for not, uh, not eating a lot of brisket growing up? And I would say absolutely not. Um, here's why. This is going to um, probably strike somebody's uh, people uh, as surprising, but... To be completely honest, uh, most brisket, even in my home state of Texas, is is absolutely terrible. Um,
0: <laughs> it, it, could, could you please say that again? I think I had something in my ear. Repeat that. I would say
4: I would say eight to ninety, eighty to ninety percent of the brisket you're going to get at any barbecue place, even in Texas, uh, is pretty bad. It's pretty awful. And I grew up um, not not liking uh, brisket at all for that reason. Um, and I'll, and I'll, I'll tell you why it's very subjective. And we, we touched on this a little bit a week ago and some of the barbecue dorks out there who are listening will immediately know what I'm talking about. But, uh, most of the brisket that people will eat, um, in Texas also, first of all, but also in other places that do brisket like Arkansas, like Louisiana, like, like other places uh, that, that happen to do beef brisket as well. Um, is brisket flat it is, it is the lean, uh, bottom portion of the beef brisket which of course is a large piece of meat you've got a you've got kind of the top part which is called the point we can talk about it in a second but then the bottom you've got the flat and if you were to google people talk about the encyclopedia if you looked something up in an encyclopedia there there would be the picture if you google beef brisket um and uh, yeah, this is 2018 now, so the encyclopedia is a little bit outdated. About
0: Google. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what you is Google. an encyclopedia anyway? I've heard yeah, of those. Right Nobody,
4: nobody's probably ever seen one of those um, that you know under under my age, and I'm 38, so it's uh, I'm right on the edge. But um, what the more accurate thing would be? Hey, if you Google image searched uh, beef brisket, what you're going to see is uh, is slices of lean, uh, brisket flat. Uh, typically there's going to be any fat on it. It's going to be very, very lean looking. It's going to look, uh, like a sliced piece of, uh, of protein, uh, with, uh, with maybe a pink pink ring around the outside of it. That's brisket flat That is a lean piece of meat. Um, I don't like that. Um, that is not something I enjoy. I think, uh, people who, who do a lot of barbecue, um, will will agree with me that the part of the brisket to eat is the point uh, it's much harder it, it takes longer to cook it's harder to cook properly it's much fattier it has a lot more connective tissue uh, but when cooked properly it really is a uh, a, a vessel for uh, the uh, the smoke uh, the smoke and the rub it's, rub is typically you don't want to get too wild on a brisket Rub It's usually uh, salt garlic and black pepper there's some some other things people like to put on there cumin will give it a certain type of flavor but um, that's kind of the basics but when you on a good brisket point you have to like you have to like fatty meat so people who like uh you know ribeyes as opposed to fillets people who like their their burgers uh ground chuck instead of ground sirloin people who like uh, people who don't throw the fat out on the, <laughs> on the steaks they eat they, they, they would be a fan and I'm one of those people. fattest flavor they say that. And, and the point is is fatty and, and if it's cooked properly though, it, it really renders down into a uh, delicious, barky, uh, smoky uh, treat. And I do like the point. Uh, but there's only certain places that do that well. are they're, they're, these are, high, these, are very, these are high-end barbecue places. These are not not normal. Uh, these are out of the ordinary. Most places you're going to go to, like I say, even in the home state, are going to give you lean, uh, trimmed uh, pieces of brisket flat, which, uh, in my opinion, might as well just be pot roast or something. There's nothing special about it. But um, Yeah, so there's my controversial statement. Most all brisket's bad, um, and so if you've had brisket and you didn't like it, it's probably bad brisket. Uh, let me, let me so. ask
0: you this question. These places that serve bad brisket, is that the only so-called barbecue even available on the menu?
4: No, no, no. Most places in Texas, this is, this is a, um, we've kind of touched on, on Texas. We don't spend too much time, um, talking about it cause people get sick of it. I'm sure. But no, the idea that, that somehow uh, you go to a Texas barbecue joint and the only thing on the menu is brisket is, is kind of a, uh, it's kind of a, uh, it's a mystery to me. I don't really understand that. It's, it's something that's kind of perpetuated by, by the food network and places like that, because it,
0: are you, it kind of fits are you trying to tell me that Texas goes both ways? <laughs> that Texas is both pork and multiple ways multiple ways, uh, multiple ways. Wow. Yeah, so- well, that is diversity right there
4: yeah yeah so uh, yeah you can get uh, you get pork ribs everywhere you get pork shoulder a lot of places and of course brisket is ubiquitous that's true but uh, yeah the, a lot of the whole like uh, a lot of that is based on essentially Lockhart um, that's kind of the the place you think every walk in you get brisket on a, on a, on a uh, piece of paper but um, there's all kinds of different barbecue joints, but yeah, we're talking brisket. So yeah, it's, it, if you've never had a good piece of brisket, if you've never had a well-cooked brisket point, uh, you need to try that. I'm not saying it's the, uh, it's not, I still am a pork guy. I still prefer pork. Um, but, uh, that's the only type of brisket to eat. In my opinion, uh, if you're a barbecue aficionado, the, the, the lean brisket flat is just, it's just typically dry it's typically boring it's, it's a lot of times it's flavorless and uh yeah that's why i grew up not not liking it
0: our friday rewind with matt Herman's from tuesday you can go to you com and access our archives and listen to that interview in its entirety not only this week but the previous week matt was on and he had more talk about brisket he also has talked about pork shoulder in recent weeks and he started it off talking ribs mr barbecue mr barrister of bodacious barbecue matt Herman's on our friday rewind delicious talk there for sure well that will conclude our hour one of today's y'all show we'll have hour two coming up next and i'm going to cut out of here this will be a rewind back to last friday's y'all show so enjoy have a great weekend and we'll be back on monday to start the holiday week off with an early look at thanksgiving and a rewind of what happened over the weekend in college football and the nfl That's all coming your way on the Monday Y'all Show with John Rawl. Have a great weekend. We'll see you here Monday. Thanks and go y'all.
1: The wait is finally over. Dell's biggest Black Friday ever is on. Save up to 50% on Black Friday deals, plus get free shipping on everything. With massive deals on Dell computers with 8th-gen Intel Core processors, the hottest gaming gear, and savings on top-brand electronics like Samsung TVs, it's the one sale of the year you don't want to miss. Just call 800-BUY-DELL or visit dell.com slash Friday. Quantities are limited. Call 800-BUY-DELL for more Black
3: Friday deals. Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say Happy Holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry. Get jolly. Get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's vistaprint.com promo code HOLIDAY.
0: It's Friday. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. David Lee Murphy kicks it off this hour with his back-to-back songs of great fun and joy. She couldn't keep from
5: crying when she told me goodbye. Well, I knew, Lord, it was breaking her heart and she was breaking mine. So, for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So, I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery, looking for some company. And tonight, I'm looking for a party crowd slamming the back and laughing out loud with smoke so thick the blues can't hang. If the fights are jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds, looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on, on me tomorrow, wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck So take my keys and lock them up tight. And let the good times flow. And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light. The night's still young. And I'm on the road tonight. I'm looking for a party cry. Slamming them back. And laughing out loud with the smoke so thick. When blues can't hang around. With the two farts jumping like they just don't care if they're dancing over here. I'm fighting over there, I'm making the rounds. Looking for a party crowd. tonight, I'm looking for a party crowd.
0: Slanting back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick. The do all show on a night Friday. We're glad that you have joined us. Mean, well, sing, Jumping like it you just don't care. care if they're
5: dancing
0: yeah. over here or fighting over there. I'm making, making the rounds and looking for a party crowd all over. The South, y'all, roll oh, that one to that, see? party
5: crash, slamming back, and laughing out loud with
0: smoke so big, the blues can't hang around. Yes, one more time. With the jukebox, jumping like you just don't care, the dancing over here, or fighting over there, I'm making the rounds, and listening to the y'all show. Music Row! Why don't you give me a record deal? No, just kidding. I am glad to not be a singer. I'm more of a talker. I'm the talking kind. But hopefully you did your best there singing on this Friday afternoon, Friday evening, whatever the case may be. Whenever you're getting us here on the Y'all Show on great stations across the land of Cotton, we are glad that you have joined us, and we're going to put you in the right mood here for the weekend. David Lee Murphy had that great song. He followed it up with this great song as the hits continue here on this workday finale, here's Dust on the Bottom.
5: Creole Williams, lived down a dirt road. He made homemade wine like nobody I know. I dropped by one Friday night and said, can you help me Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want to trade it right. He said, I got what you need, son, as we Sit down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light and said, There might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time. You were sitting in the porch swing as I pulled up the driveway. My heart was racing as you climbed inside. You stood over there close at me, drove down to the lake road. Watched the sun fade in that big red sky. I reached under the front seat and said, Now here's something special. It's just been waiting for a night like tonight. Oh, there might be a little dust on the bottom. i yeah. After all these years, there's one thing i find: found. Some say good luck, well it's like a fine wine. It keeps getting better as the days go by. the bottom. Well it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time. There might be a little dust on the bottom. But don't let it fool you about what's inside. It
0: might it's be the Friday free for y'all, our mantage of awesome time. music, and that the second of two DLM standards here, dust on the bottle. Well, hello there. We are all about the South. We're all about the good old U.S. of A. here on this all-Dixie program. And this weekend is special. This weekend we have a holiday coming up on Monday. It's going to be called Veterans Day. And the post office is closed. I've already gotten the signs when I went in there yesterday. All over the place. We're not going to be open. Monday it is Veterans Day. Well, it wasn't Veterans Day until, well, not, I think it might even still have a, a co-name, but truthfully, this weekend happens because it was the Armistice Day. Armistice Day celebrates the end of World War I. On November 11th, 1918, at 11 o'clock, the guns silenced, the bells rang, and this awful war in Europe, of which America entered in 1917, came to an end. And they had an armistice. And so America created a holiday called Armistice Day, which morphed into Veterans Day. I still call it Armistice Day. But if you're going to call it Armistice Day, there's no better weekend than this weekend to go back to the original name because this is the 100th anniversary of Armistice Day. And I, I'm going to tell you some cool stuff about World War One right now that you may not know because you may not even care about history. You may not care about military history. And you certainly probably don't care much about World War One, but this this is a special time this weekend as we mark the 100th anniversary of that war coming to an end. Millions of people killed. America lost a lot of GIs, as they called them, doughboys in that time period. And around the South this weekend, I'm aware of towns that are going to be ringing their church bells at 11 o'clock on Armistice Day on November 11th. Now some may be pushing it back till monday which is going to be the federal holiday for veterans day but yes this is a big deal Uh, in 100 years ago they didn't have tv they didn't have radio they didn't have a newspaper that could be delivered in a timely manner so honestly the reason the church bells rang out was because that's how people found out the war was over you might have been working in a field somewhere and you heard, heard all these bells ringing you're like what is going on and you find out hey that awful war that you're Loved one may have gone over there and fought in Is over. It's over over there. And that's why it's a big deal. And I love the fact that there are churches and other places that have bells going to be ringing this weekend. So check it out wherever you are living. Find out if your church or your community is doing some kind of observation of the centennial mark of the ending of World War I. President Donald J Trump is hopping on Air Force 1 and flying to France this weekend for the commemoration of the ending of World War 1. So the wars front and center from a political standpoint this weekend. And I've been working on a documentary on another project that I've learned a lot about World War 1 in the last couple of weeks. Actually, I found a guy in Brentwood, Tennessee who has the largest collection of World War 1 memorabilia by any one person probably in the world and i got a chance to go interview him the other day and he has about 400 collections in the basement of his home and when i say collection what i mean by that is he has bought or it's been given to him the collections of soldiers of doughboys, almost all of which are u.s soldiers but some he's got some german stuff he's got some british stuff but I had a chance to spend about two hours down in his in his basement in his bunker, and it, it, when I say collection, he's got the uniform a person may have had. He's got the letters. He's got the photos. He's got all kind of knickknacks. There was one guy who who fought in World War One who was uh what do they call them the people that collect everything. He he was he was one of those folks. Okay. And when he came back from over there, he kept in a trunk everything imaginable. And I saw it with my own eyes. I saw toilet paper that was 100 years old on display the other day. This this Doughboy kept the issued toilet paper of the time period, and I saw it. I don't think I would use it, but it's amazing that it's even still there and of course he had all kinds of things you just you just wouldn't imagine one thing that really struck me in the civil war because that battle those battles were right here in the southland it it was rare but not that totally rare for a soldier's uniform to end up with the family even if that soldier died they the the, the body may go back to the family but oftentimes, some kind of part of that uniform would would go back to the family, in the grieving in the grieving process that would help out. Well, since this was the first war that Americans in mass had gone across the ocean and fought on foreign land, it was really not even heard of that a uniform of someone who died would even be preserved. Well, I saw a uniform at this man's place in Brentwood, Tennessee, and it was an Army officer who served in the war, and shrapnel got him on the backside, and there was a hole in this really nice Army coat from 100 years ago on his backside. You could see the hole, and this soldier died from that injury. And for whatever reason, those around this doughboy packed up that uniform and sent it to his family all the way across the ocean and and it was preserved and this man that i went interviewed had it on a like a mannequin and if you hadn't really paid attention you would never have guessed that hole on his back lower back side would have helped lead to his death in the great war and that's just one of like i said 400 stories amazing stuff i'll have to tell you when this documentary is released in the coming days how you can watch it it's going to be fascinating and this is only about one county that i'm working on here williamson county tennessee and their role in world war one hey i'd love to go to every county and talk about anything in the south i love the south and i love our stories but really fascinating to focus on the great war here at this hundred year anniversary well, the song, if there's going to be one song played that relates back to World War I, it's Over There. This was a song that came out in 1917, written by George M. Cohan. And he was probably the most famous songwriter at the time, and it helped galvanize the war effort. Now, if you're not familiar with George Cohan, he was an entertainer, a playwright, composer. He was a dancer, and he wrote such great songs, not only Over There, But he also wrote The Yankee Doodle Boy, and You're a Grand Old Flag. So very, very well-known person. And he's considered the father of American musical comedy. And his life and music were depicted in the Academy Award-winning film Yankee Doodle Dandy, which came out in 1942, and the musical in 1968, George M. And I had no idea. There's a statue of George M. Cohan, in Times Square in New York, and it commemorates his contributions to American musical theater. So there aren't that many statues in Times Square, and this man, George Cohan, had one of them. Now, he was not from the South. He was born in Rhode Island and lived in New York most of his life, but just an amazing talent. And he wrote over there, again, for the doughboys going over to fight. And here on The Y'all Show, what better song to get us back into that mindset of a hundred years ago and our heroes who answered the call. And honestly, if America had not gone into the war and kinda helped be that one little edge that gave the Allies the momentum, this war could have been lost and or, or never. There may never have been a World War Two. It only been World War One. We might even still be fighting it. Who knows? But go look at it sometime if you have a chance to to check out anything to do with World War One? It's, it's a fascinating... There's been some darn good movies about World War One. Even War Horse, a Steven Spielberg movie from a few years ago, was centered around the war, and it is fantastic. Here is over there. Enjoy it here as we remember the boys of yesterday, the Doughboys.
6: Johnny, get your gun, get your gun, get your gun. Take it on the run, on the run, on the run. Hear them calling you and me. Everyone for liberty Hurry right away No delay, delays Make your daddy glad To have had such a last. Tell your sweetheart Ma fine To be proud For boys in love Come back till it's over, over there, Johnny. Get your gun, get your gun, get your gun, Johnny. Show the Hun you're a son of the gun. Hoist the flag and let her fly, Yankee Doodle, do or die. Pack your little kit, show your grit, do your bit, Yankee. Do- rank from the towns and the tanks make your mother proud of you and the old red light and blue over there over there send the word send the word over there that the sammies are coming the sammies are coming the drums are drum, coming everywhere over, over there.
0: Fantastic song there going all the way back 100 years ago to the song written by George M. Cohan over there as we remember World War I. And as I said, there's some good movies out that you can check out. Someone, actually the man I was telling you about who has the collection of over 400 people on display at his home in Tennessee, he told me, I said, is there a really good movie you would recommend about World War One?" And here's what he recommended. I watched it. It is fantastic. It's about the British effort. It's not about America's effort. But it is a great movie that just came out last year. It's called Journey's End, and it really gives you an inside look at what it was like to be in those trenches fighting in this terrible conflict from 100 years ago. And we hope you enjoyed our patriotic song there, and remember World War One. And there's a darn good chance you have someone in your family who fought over there. Keep them in mind. Go look it up. That's only going back 100 years. It might have been a grandfather, a great-grandfather perhaps, but check it out you deserve to know about your your family when we come back on the y'all show we'll have hashtag hello you don't want to miss it as the y'all show continues this car i'm driving i overpaid big time
2: it was such a mistake i should have just gone to carfax.com but i went to some other site They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com.
3: Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say Happy Holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY
0: rockin and rollin here on a friday this is the y'all show talk with a southern accent with your host john roll on the web we are y'all.com and our number, 803-816-1170, our text line, that is 803-816-1170. Hey, what time is it, you ask? What, what what time is it? Well, you hear that music, it's time for Hashtag Hullabaloo on a Friday. Heck yeah! Always a fun time to dig into what's going on on the good old World Wide Web or Twitter or Facebook. Our Instagram, you pick your poison, here on the Y'all Show, and we will we'll spread the word. Start spreading the news. We're the Y'all Show on a Friday, and we've got our hashtag Hullabaloo now. Okay, forgive me, Frank Sinatra, for butchering your great song. But we do start off our hashtag Hullabaloo on this Friday with some things we don't like to talk about in the south and that's the weather and we're into november and yes things have changed and we got to go out most days with a jacket on and the question is when does that jacket become a heavy coat well it may have already happened for you it may be coming soon and in the spirit of that (laughs) my friend brad he he doesn't post much on facebook But boy, when he puts those gifs out there and whatever else he wants to spread, when he wants to spread his, not hate, but absolute gut busters that are just treasures, then I pay close attention to what Brad puts on Facebook. And here this week, Brad, I need to send you a bonus check because I've stolen some of your creativity and I'm going to share it with the entire south here on the y'all show today so hopefully you don't mind sir here's the first thing from brad off of facebook that i found and this is a real picture this is from a real television station this is coming from charlotte north carolina and it looks like it might be the fox affiliate there and this is a weather forecaster giving what looks like a a report he's it's a picture of him doing the green screen and the image coming in and stuff and the thing says this is actual advice the news is giving to southerners for driving in the snow now hopefully you haven't gotten snow hopefully it'll be a couple of weeks or months away from you even having the slightest chance of snow in your part of the south but in the queen city of charlotte they put out someone's tweet about advice for driving in the snow in South in the South. And this is darn funny. I'm gonna share it with you. This is something that they really did broadcast on channel forty two in Charlotte. And it's Twitter advice from Chad at Chad's SU there in North Carolina. And his tweet says to advice for Southerners for driving in the snow if you rarely drive on snow Just pretend you're taking your grandma to church. There's a platter of biscuits and two gallons of sweet tea in glass jars in the back seat. She's wearing a new dress and holding a crock pot full of gravy. (laughs) I guess that means drive very slowly and very cautiously when it's snow and ice on the road. But that's pretty darn funny and pretty darn southern coming from Chad's SU Twitter to the TV station there in Charlotte. Let me read that once again. Put a little smile on your face here. A, a deep fried smile from Mecklenburg County, North Carolina. If you rarely drive on snow, just pretend you're taking your grandma to church. There's a platter of biscuits and two gallons of sweet tea and glass jars in the back seat. She's wearing a new dress and holding a crock pot full of gravy. Okay, amen to that. I don't think I ever took my grandmother to church and i know she never would have had a platter of biscuits and tea i love my dearly departed grandmother both of them but neither one well one was a good cook but i never took her to church the other one who we went to the same church she was a horrible cook except for grits boy she knew how to make some great grits and i still long for her grits but that was the only thing that she could make ma i love you god bless you and granny i love you too but uh that's that's funny there. Good stuff coming from Charlotte. Now, we're going to pick on Kentucky. Hello all you Kentucky listeners of the Y'all Show. I got to throw this in on a Friday because Precious Harris, who's on our show on Wednesdays with her Nashville Music Report, she is a die hard Kentucky girl and we could never share this tease about her native state on a day that she's on our show. So we've got to push it back till today and stealing a page from Charlotte where we told you the actual broadcast team really did put that image up about driving on snow for the audience to look at well this comes from a TV station in Kentucky Channel 18 I think it's in Lexington Kentucky and they had now I don't want to this happens at every news station It happens on CNN, it happens at all of your networks, and they're trying to quickly do Chiron and put words on the screen, and in a rush, they have typos. Oftentimes, complete misspellings words, words that make no sense, because they're not a real word. In this case, coming from Lexington's Channel 18, this is a real word in this story, but it's unfortunately for Kentuckians... The wrong word. And the 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 Chiron here is a it's going along with a story from Channel eighteen where they went out and covered something in Laurel County, Kentucky, and it says Five arrested in Math Lab Bust. I said it I didn't say meth, I said math. Five arrested in math lab bust. Yeah, someone at Channel 18 just kind of mixed the A and the E and put in math instead of meth. And non-Kentuckians had a field day with that, and they put on this gif that I'm looking at, see, math is illegal in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, when they're busting math labs, I guess math is not allowed in Kentucky. But they know how to make good old bourbon, and they know how to race horses, and we'll give them credit. They even have a ho-hum football team for the Wildcats this year and a horrible football team for the Louisville Cardinals this year. I think even Western Kentucky is not doing so great. Murray State, maybe you're hanging in there doing good this year. I haven't checked on your standings lately. But, yeah, Kentucky, which basketball season? The basketball team just got thumped by Duke this week. Duke got almost 120 points against Kentucky. So I guess they're not good at spelling nor – other than Kentucky football, not good at football, nor perhaps basketball in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. But I'm sure that will all get fixed. But they do their bourbon right, for sure. Now, this is hilarious. And I have a very personal connection to this gif coming from Brad that, that I'm sure we're all somewhat guilty. Because I grew up in the dark ages when this didn't even exist. I grew up In a paper bag world, there was no such thing as plastic bags, except for trash bags that you took out to a garbage can. But the little shopping bags, when you go to a store and they load you up with all these little plastic bags at Walmart, that didn't exist. If you're over the age of 40, you probably remember the days when that was the norm. It was, I remember I worked as a Checkout clerk at Kmart starting in 1988. And they had just started having the plastic bags show up there then. And so I learned how to pack a mean bag (laughs) there at Kmart. But prior to that, in the late 80s, early go back to the 70s and early 80s, it was paper bags. In fact, I may have mentioned it on the show once before. I'm so old and I still long just to even touch these things. If you went to a grocery store in the 70s, 60s, I'm sure as well, and you bought a half gallon of ice cream, they had a little paper bag type thing that it went into to help kind of keep it refrigerated. Does that ring a bell? Does that bring back a great memory from a long time ago? I don't think anybody still does that, but I know in the old days that was one of the things. If you bought ice cream at the store they had this customized little it was made out of paper but it has like some insulation in it It helped to keep that very important to keep that ice cream frozen that was a great memory from my childhood and when i was a youngster and i'm sure for some of you listening that might bring back a fun memory for you too but that's not what this jeff from brad is about here today on hashtag hullabaloo this is a image where you see two pictures one on the left side is a empty garbage can and on the right is an empty garbage can the difference is one has a walmart sack around it and the other one has a dollar general sack which is those are yellow walmart sacks are white identical size garbage cans but they put the trash bag it, it the, the garbage bag is actually the shopping bag from walmart and dollar general raise your hand if you do that on a consistent basis, if that is your garbage bags using what you get from the grocery store or from Dollar General. I'm raising my hand big time. I don't even buy garbage bags anymore. First of all, if you have a I don't like to have smelly trash, let's be honest. And a garbage bag, oftentimes if you go get a one for your kitchen, it's gonna be a gigantic plastic garbage can and that means that it'll take a couple of days for that thing to get full well i like to get that stuff out of there if i've got food that i'm preparing that's going to have an odor aroma i don't want to have it for my own sanity but also i don't want to attract rodents and having garbage around will attract rodents so therefore i keep it small y'all <laughs> i i just simply have a small trash can and and look and, can i be can i tell you very something very personal it's not even a trash can. I'm using like a little bucket that you might use out doing chores with in the yard or something. I don't, I don't even know what it was originally used for. but I, I'm using a bucket, not a trash can. And I've just got a one of these. I, I sometimes do the Walmart bag. I sometimes use a Dollar General bag. But uh, it seems like the Walmart bags might be a little bigger. But yeah, I wrap that bag around the bucket and that's my trash can. So this gif says... And it's got the two images of a Walmart trash can and a Dollar General trash can. It says, redecorating my bathroom. Can't make up my mind. Help me out, Facebook. <laughs> so looking for some decorating tips. What goes better in your bathroom? The the Walmart white trash bag or the Dollar General yellow plastic trash bag? I think the white looked a little better. And I got to give props to this national chain that has a big presence in some southern states academy sports they have awesome bags their bags are very resistant i guess would be the term they have very good molecular structure <laughs> and they don't tear that often so if you ever get a chance to go to a, an academy sporting goods keep keep their bag because it for whatever reason they make them a little bit better at the academy and and i just got to throw that out there so i I don't have any stock in that company, but I'm sure their stock is going to go up now that we're talking about their trash bag. their are shopping bags, which some people like me have turned into trash bags. In fact, sadly, I've because I've discovered how good Academy's bags are, I don't use them for trash bags. I keep one around and I'll use it when I go on a trip and it'll be where I put my laundry. I'll put my dirty clothes in there. Now I have a A little mesh bag, too, but I I like to have that Academy bag as kind of a standby for my dirty underwear. (laughs) I don't have dirty underwear. My my underwear is perfectly clean at all times, yes. But, yeah, how about that? Dollar General, Walmart bags. We love them. And I know somewhere in your plantation you probably have a drawer where you've got like a 100 of those things stuffed into it because you, you have them for just these purposes of putting trash Or perhaps you have them for little Debbie or Johnny's lunch that they're going to take to school. Just fun stuff. And again, if you're old as a dinosaur like I am, you remember when these weren't even an option. So good to see that we've come a long way in our country. And because I'm such a dinosaur, I remember the old days where you had the old tube TVs. The the days prior to the big widescreen HD TVs that are out there. Remember those days? The TVs that kind of had a knob. On the front that you had to go turn clockwise to change the channel and if you were lucky back in the 60s 70s and 80s you might even had a tv that had a remote but if you weren't lucky which i had tvs that were not remote with remote i had the sans remote tv option growing up in some cases this gif that i'm getting from brad is perfect because it shows that old school television that had the knobs on it that you had to turn no remote TV with no remote. And it's got a picture of this TV, and it says above it, my parents had a TV like this. There's your picture of the old TV. I remember because I was the remote. (laughs) I remember doing that a few times. Hey, John, turn that to channel 10. Okay. And you turn it in, and and oftentimes it would be staticky, you had to get your antenna, your rabbit ears just right. Those were the days. Now we have this beautiful, nice, clear digital TV. But let's be honest, folks, it's not, as all, it's not all cracked up like it's supposed to be. A lot of times it gets kind of finicky and it's not as clear as it should be. And, and sadly, because of the way that it's set up in, in digital TV world, If you don't live right near the transmitter, if you don't live right in the main part of a a city that's got digital television coverage, and you're out in the outskirts, if you're a country boy, you're hard-pressed to get a really good signal coming in, because those digital signals, buddy, they cut off. They only go out a certain range, and then they're kaput, where in the old days, you had an antenna, if you got it high enough, and you turned it just to the right spot, you could pick up stations from a long way away. I remember as a kid in South Carolina, I would sometimes watch, for the fun of it, it was not that hard to get an Augusta, Georgia TV station. I still remember commercials on Channel 12 WRDW. 1101 Walton Way, General Freight Furniture. Yeah. See? And that was over an hour away from my home. But I even one time remember watching TV stations in Wilmington, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina. And let's see, I remember... It was hard to pick up Greenville, South Carolina, even though it was only an hour and a half two hours away. really don't remember watching them. I got Charleston sometimes, and I'm trying to think if I ever got Savannah. I don't remember getting Savannah, but it, depending on where you live in the South, you could usually find a market two to three hours away from you in the old days where you had the, the old school TV t- uh, TV antennas on your roof, not roof, on your roof. And, and so you did have a chance to watch that. And I loved it. And, and I would like that today because growing up where I did, uh, this was before the Carolina Panthers entered the NFL, the TV station in Columbia was a Washington Redskins designated market. And so Redskins games were on in South Carolina, North Carolina, up in Virginia. But I, I like the Falcons more than I like the Redskins, but I couldn't watch them in Columbia. So that's when you turn your antenna, <laughs> take about 25 seconds to get that thing turned. And if you got the angle just right, you can pick up the station in Augusta, which carried the Falcons. And you got to you got to watch another NFL team. Well, wasn't that cool? And that's the way it was in the old days. Nowadays, you don't have that option with this digital stuff and satellite. Eh just just not as not as fun as it used to be what's going on and finally from Brad this is the one that made me laugh the most of all the craziness that he put out on his social media account this week this one i i just about lost my lunch when i saw this one it looks like a real picture and i think it is i don't think this was totally photoshop but it's a picture of a a brahma bull Laying down on the pasture, having a good old time, beautiful beast, beautiful right there in that pasture. Looks like a good Texas steer for sure. And the bull's sitting there taking a break and cuddled up next to this big bull, and it's probably a fake picture, but it looks real, is a pig, a little pig right up next to this bull. I don't know if pigs and cows get along or not in real life. But this gif is actually answering the question for us here on the Y'all Show, because what I'm looking at for Brad has this picture of the bull and the, and the pig, like they're best of buddies. In fact, that's what it says. It says, best friends the cow and the pig. And this is not a cartoon. It's a real picture of a cow and a pig side by side. It looks like they're taking a nap together. Who knows? Best friends. Isn't that great? <laughs> Except for the next picture. And the next picture says, forever. And the image is of a delicious looking cheeseburger with bacon on it. Best friends forever. The cow and the pig in the pasture and the cow and the pig together on a delicious cheeseburger with bacon. I know that's a little bit, (laughs) that's a little tacky. I'm sorry for our vegan friends. But it was, it made me laugh. And I need laughter. We all need laughter. Hopefully you enjoyed this hashtag Hullabaloo this week. I, I think I'm gonna go get me a cheeseburger with bacon right now. Best friends forever. Yes. That's what they those two be are. When we come back, we're gonna wrap up the y'all show for this week. We'll look at the NFL. We will look at what's going on NASCAR-wise, golf wise. We'll have the latest in movie releases coming up, and then we'll close it up with from Dixie with Love. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with us Southern Night.
1: At Ulta Beauty, the holidays are all about letting your inner glam shine through at every occasion. So whether you're getting ready to show 'em who's boss at the office party with pink and berry shades from Urban Decay's new Naked Cherry Palette, or you're getting ready for a mistletoe moment with colorful, kissable lip kits from brands like Tarte, ColourPop, and Anastasia, Ulta Beauty is here to help you shine brighter all season long, from Friendsgiving to New Year's Eve. Get ready to gift. Get ready to glam. Get ready to shine brighter. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful.
5: The natural habitat of a creepy doll is a horror movie. It can't help being creepy. It's that small fixed smile and those never-closing eyes. Always watching you, plotting, which you're imagining. It's mindless. But when the creepy doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them easy access to emergency roadside service through an award-winning app, it knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. The only question is, how
0: did the creepy doll move from the bedroom to the hallway? I would get out of the house back now for the final segment of the y'all show on this friday we're closing the week down and let's quickly zip through this segment the new releases out in the theaters this week include the grinch and this stars scarlett estevez and bennett cumberbatch that british actor boy he's been in a bunch of good stuff the grinch out Just in time for the holidays, this animated comedy. Also out this weekend, the crime drama thriller, The Girl in the Spider's Web, A New Dragon Tattoo Story. All right, this could be a little bit scary, so be on the lookout if you go to the theater for that one. Another movie out this weekend, Overlord. That is an action horror film directed by Julius Avery. And another movie out this weekend is The Front Runner, and that stars Hugh Jackman and Vera Farmiga and J.K. Simmons. I hope I said Vera. I know she's been in a bunch of movies like The Terminal, I think, was one of them, that George Clooney movie. She's a great actress. The front-runner out this weekend. To the NFL, and the New Orleans Saints have a new reserve to help out from the receiving standpoint after wide receiver Cameron Meredith has now had to have knee surgery, and the Saints have signed Dez Bryant. They signed him on Wednesday, and he'll play. For a $600,000 contract based on a prorated $1.25 million base salary. And his contract, he can earn 500000 in incentives. The Saints right now, the leader in the NFL, that just knocked off the undefeated, previously undefeated Los Angeles Rams on Monday night football. Des Bright now sitting up for the black and gold of the Big Easy. And this is... NFL-related, sort of, it's really more of a college story, but voters this week on Election Day, they voted in San Diego to help fund a new stadium for the San Diego State Aztecs. Remember, the Chargers were in San Diego for 50 years or so but couldn't get a new stadium, and they ended up moving to Los Angeles. And now voters in San Diego have chosen to put money toward a football stadium as opposed to a soccer stadium. It's going to be a 35,000-seat stadium And it will be opened in about two years for SDSU, the Aztecs. And it will be set up to where it could be expanded to an NFL stadium. So that is good news for potential fans of an NFL team relocating to San Diego one day. Your NFL Sunday games. Chicago hosts the Detroit Lions. The Bengals host the surging New Orleans Saints. What other word could you use to describe them? The Falcons are at Cleveland Tom Brady, and the New England Patriots are in Music City to take on the Tennessee Titans. The Jags are at Indy. Arizona travels to Kansas City. The Buffalo Bills play at the New York Jets. The Redskins are in Tampa. The Los Angeles Chargers play at Oakland. The Dolphins are at Green Bay. The Seahawks play at the Coliseum against the Rams this weekend. The Cowboys take on their NFC East rival Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday Night Football, and on Monday, the New York Football Giants travel all the way to the Bay and take on the San Francisco Giants in NFL action going on this weekend. Now to golf, and the Mayakoba Golf Classic is taking place right now, and that is in Mexico. And we have some leaders from the first round. Matt Kuchar, Georgia Tech golfer, he's one of the leaders on the tournament that's now at the second PGA tournament for the new years so we'll keep our eyes south of the border of what's going on with the seven point two million dollar purse in Mexico, the Mayacoba Golf Classic going on this weekend for you golf fans. NASCAR fans, this weekend you're in Phoenix as the season is winding down quickly. It's the Monster Energy Cup playoffs and the raceway, the Phoenix International Raceway hosting that this weekend. Next weekend is the finale at Homestead It's the finale race next Sunday. But this weekend, the next to last game, contest of year NASCAR going on at Phoenix International Raceway. And that will wrap up the Y'all Show here on this Friday. Hopefully you all have had a great week. And we're going to get through the weekend. Have a great time. And be right back here on Monday to bring you more Southern goodness. We can't thank you enough. Thanks to our radio stations. Thanks to our listeners. Go into Apple Podcasts and set up your free subscription to Y'all where it comes to your phone every day without any reservation. You can just set it up and let your phone do the hard work. Or go to our website, y'all.com. I'm John Rawl. Thank you for listening from Dixie with Love. Our theme song will send us to the sunset. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday.